Welcome to the Ruby Plus Podcast, episode 33. Today's podcast is sponsored by rubyplus.com. rubyplus.com provides training in Ruby and Rails. Visit us at rubyplus.com. Nanoc, Static Site Generator. Nanoc is a flexible static site generator written in Ruby. You can build anything from a small personal blog to a large corporate website. Demystifying Rails by Launch School. This book doesn't teach how to use Rails to build prototypes. Instead, this book dives one layer below the surface to expose how Rails is pieced together. It looks at common Rails conventions apart and study each component from the perspective of web development fundamentals. Significant programming, web development, and even basic Rails knowledge will be helpful prior to starting this book. Upgrading Shopify to Rails 5 by Kier Shatrov. Today, Shopify runs on Rails 5 the latest major version. It's important to stay updated so we can improve the performance and stability of the application without having to increase the maintenance cost of applying monkey patches. This guarantees we would always be in the version maintained by the community and that we would have access to new features soon. Upgrading the Shopify monolith, one of the oldest and the largest Rails applications in the industry. From Rails 4.2 to 5.0 took us nearly a year. In this post, I'll share our upgrade story and the lessons we learned. If you're wondering how the Shopify scale looks like, or are you planning a major Rails upgrade, this post is for you. Helpful resources for your Rails app upgrade by Planet Argon. Every major version of Rails brings dozens of new features, increased security, and better performance. But depending on your test coverage, developer resources, and time, it's often more difficult to prioritize an upgrade. When you're able to update your Rails app, you want it to be as speedy and bug-free as possible. This article has the best checklists, tools, tutorials, and articles on upgrading to different versions of Rails. Ruby Standard Gems by Jan Lellis. Ruby's standard library is in the process of being gemified. Ruby 2.5 will consist of Ruby gems, which can be updated independently from Ruby. Some standard libraries have already been turned into gems before Ruby 2.5. There are two different kinds of standard gems. Default gems. These gems are part of Ruby and you can always require them directly. You cannot remove them. They are maintained by Ruby Core. Bundled gems. The behavior of bundled gems is similar to normal gems, but they get automatically installed when you install Ruby. They can be uninstalled and they are maintained outside of Ruby Core. Testing cookies in Rails by Rafal Lasocha. Testing cookies can be tricky. This tutorial shows how to write RSpec request specs to test cookie-related functionality. How we upgraded a very large app from Rails 3 to Rails 4 by Invoca. This article shows how the team at Invoca used bundler gem file option and static helper method to upgrade a large Rails 3 app to Rails 4. Redis Dashboard by Base Secrete, a Sinatra web app showing monitoring information about your Redis servers. You can run it in standalone or inside your Rails app. It displays details about connections, memory, and commands per second. N plus one control by Vladimir Dementyev. This library provides RSpec and mini test matchers to prevent N plus one queries problem. Replacing a complex regular expression with a simple parser by star horn. Complex regular expressions can be more complicated than writing a simple parser from scratch. In this article, Star shows how to write a simple parser that is straightforward when compared to the equivalent regular expression. 
What I learned today from reading Gems Code. This article discusses some of the things the author learned by reading the Sidekick and Active Support libraries. Not all of them are good programming practice. Active Record Callbacks, an after-commit gotcha by Greg Fisher. Most Rails developers will tell you that Active Record's callbacks are bad, and it's true as far as it goes. The syntactic sugar of callbacks can certainly enable bad design and lead to untestable and highly coupled code. It's probably a good idea to refactor your models if your callbacks are doing more than modifying the internal state of the object itself. Please check out the podcast section of rubyplus.com for links to all the articles mentioned during this Ruby Plus podcast. Thank you for listening to the Ruby Plus podcast. Be sure to tune in once every other Thursday for the latest news in the Ruby developer community. You can subscribe in your podcast app of choice or listen on our website, rubyplus.com. As always, if you have stories that you would like us to share, be sure to email us at feedback at rubyplus.com or tweet the show at rubyplus.